Hello, zebras. Welcome to the show. This episode is with one of my most favorite humans on planet Earth, Keith Deal. He's a pastor. He's Pastor Keith at CWC, which is the Community Worship Center in Tyrone, Pennsylvania. Uh, if you are not a church-going, spiritual, or religious person, uh, give this one a shot because I really believe you're going to get a lot out of it. This is Pastor Keith's third or fourth time on the podcast. You can check the show notes or go back through the old episodes to find the other episodes with him, but he is an amazing human being with an incredible story, and uh, he's really helped to transform my life over the past year. He's transformed his own life, and uh, many other people have been impacted by the CWC as well, uh, through God, through Jesus. So keep an open mind on this one. I don't know where you lean whenever you're listening to this sort of thing, but I know religion can be a, a trigger point or a turn-off point for a lot of people. Trust me, give this a shot, give it a chance, and give it a listen with an open mind. I hope you get something out of it. And I also hope that you get something from our sponsors. That's called a segue. Like the Clay Cup, 1304 11th Avenue in Altoona. So the Clay Cup offers delicious coffee, tea, freshly baked items, bagels, oatmeal, soups, and also creativity, pottery painting, watercolor classes. Sarah Vogel runs the Clay Cup at 1304 11th Avenue in Altoona on Facebook and Instagram at The Clay Cup. Shout out to Trade Secrets at 1223 13th Avenue in Altoona. So Steph and her, her husband Andy at Trade Secrets make a natural body care, body care line of products. All the products are made in-house. All the research and development is in-house as well. Uh, sugar scrubs, bath bars, all natural deodorants. My wife uses the deodorants right now, and they've helped clear uh, issues up with her, allergies up with her completely. It's incredible the products they sell at Trade Secrets, and they're all natural. They're great for your body. Facebook, Secrets and Trade. Instagram, Trade Secrets underscore skincare. And Juice, 517 Allegheny Street in Hollidaysburg. The Juice Bar on Facebook and Instagram. That is J-O-O-S, the juice bar, cold-pressed br- cold juice and smoothies. <laughs> Am I losing it already? Let's start the podcast before I fall apart. This is Rob Z Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome back, Pastor Keith Deal, to the podcast. Hello there, sir. Yeah, it's good to be here with you, Rob. Always happy to have you here, my yeah. friend. And we made the mistake the same mistake we always do. We talk for a half an hour before we start the podcast. We got to get warmed up. <laughs> we are. We're more than warmed up, my friend. Uh, so it's been a little bit since you've been in here, and um, uh, you are the pastor at the Community Worship Center, CWC, in Tyrone, Pennsylvania. Uh, I started going there, it's coming up on a year, I think in yeah. May or June, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, and I, I just, I'll start this off with just this, like, uh, you've had a big impact on my life over the past year. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you're like that with a lot of people, they probably tell you the same yeah. thing. <laughs> but you just have uh, just the energy that you bring to what you do. And, um, you know, I, I, I'll start off by, if you go back and listen to our previous podcast, like I didn't go to church for a long time. I never really read the Bible, and um, I was just really out of touch with my spiritual side, whatever you want to call it. I don't know mm-hmm. what the exact words, but with Jesus, out sure. of touch with, and, and just didn't really understand it or uh, take the time to understand it. So over the past year, um, I just want to thank you, number one, because you've, along with a few other people like Micah and, uh, and, and Nate Varilla, have just like helped give me the information mm. and understand uh, where... 
this can take you in life, I guess. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with it. <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> because I want I, I, I wanted to thank you, but trying to put the words into uh, trying to put the thoughts into words is difficult yeah. because it's big. Yeah, it is big. I think sometimes it, it's too big for words. It is. You know, <laughs> You're for exactly real. right. Like, I'm like, you know, even when I'm I'm trying to to, to prepare a message or, or whatever, you know, I'm like, man, it's hard to articulate something so great oh, yeah. as Jesus in, in our human vocabulary. And you know, one of the things I would say, you know, the thing that impresses me, even uh, you know, about you and your wife, uh, Nini, is so you you guys are just willing and open mm. to let Jesus in. That's all it takes, man, is, a, is an openness. Like people make this thing so difficult in the sense of what's our part in this. And, and our part is simply be open to him yeah. and whatever whatever that is and, and allow him to fill us up. Empty ourselves. You know, one of the things that uh, evangelist Daniel Kalinda says, he says, God sends no one away empty unless they already come full of themselves. And that's really good because it's so true. The moment that that's we say, great. God, I'm done with who I am and I want everything that you are. Then man, he'll start to fill us up, and, and you guys are amazing, man. We we love you guys. Um, oh, thank you guys you. have impacted our lives. You and and Nini and and Max, uh, my wife Julie, just loves loves you guys, and so and my kiddos. So it's awesome. I mean, Isabel and, and Nini are like are like long lost friends. It's <laughs> yeah, hilarious. They like, really they are. They love yeah. each other. Like it's so well, good. Nini connects the kids really uh, well, especially Isabel girls. loves her. Well, I'll tell you what, and, and one of the coolest parts is this is something that I because you say about like just. I kind of just got to open the doors and I try to ignore all of my preconceived notions and all of the stuff that you hear from other people. I try to just block it all out because, and I had a conversation like this with somebody else a couple of weeks ago, actually here at Launchbox, and we were talking about um, Jesus and God. I forget how it all came up. And he was talking about, um, well, the Bible may not have been written when it actually was, and they writ they wrote down the things 500 years after it all had happened. And he went down this long list of things, and I was like, I, you know what? What I did, and this is what I did do whenever I started going to CWC and I wanted to understand all of this, I was like, I don't care about all of the, and I'm using air quotes right now, all of the theories. It doesn't really matter. Because that, all of that does, and all of those conversations and those arguments, to me, at least in the beginning phases of where I'm at, muddy what the message is. Yeah. It's like there's just all of this crap that gets in the way of like, White what, what, what's the message? It's like, yeah. be a good person, follow Jesus. Uh, what did he do? What was he like? And he was yeah. just there to help people. And to love people. And there to love people. Like It's a very simple if you want to break it down simply, it's a very simple message. It is. I mean, all that he entails is is too big for, like we were talking about earlier, too big for us to comprehend in the sense of that. But as far as the message that Jesus brought, it was so simple. It was, man, love your neighbor. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and your mind and your soul. And love your neighbor as yourself. It's a love. It's The message is love. It's all he brought. And, yeah. and we use know, all we these things to... It's it's just it's it's ridiculous. You know, one of the things you know, bringing up somebody who's who's trying to, um, I guess, uh, contradict the, the Bible or whatever. You know, I I I very rarely I tell you, the the longer I follow Jesus, the less I defend Jesus, and that may sound, uh, I don't know. Uh, super, uh, I don't even know what the word is I'm looking for right now. Um, <laughs> sacrilegious, I guess. Okay, yeah. uh, because, you, you know, you think, well, once you get to know someone, the longer you start to defend them. You got to stick up for them, yeah. Right? But, but the more I understand Jesus, Jesus doesn't want me to defend him. Jesus wants me to be a witness for him. And so, which is two different things. I cannot be a witness for Christ while I'm defending Christ. Put it to you like this. If you're a defense attorney, you can't be on the witness stand. 
you can't do both. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Jesus called us to be on the witness stand, to witness of who he is. And so when I run into people like that, man, all I do with them is simply share what Jesus did for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to debate with you when the scripture And that's what written. I did. That's exactly the same thing. This is what Jesus did. He took me from this to this. Yeah. I mean, and, and how can you debate that with me? Like, you can't debate what happened in my personal life. And, yeah. and so, yeah, man, I think, you know, I think we get bogged down with trying to, to defend things. And that's, isn't that everything in life? I think like so. everything is defense everything. mechanisms and trying to and just put your input in there and that your part needs to be heard. And that even if it's not right, you want it to be heard. And Absolutely. you need to say it louder. Yeah, <laughs> than the next person. Yeah. yeah. And if you want to hear sure. uh, Pastor Keith's story, you can go back to the first episode we had, had together, uh, How to Deal. I'm not sure where it is, but search down through the episodes and it's there so you can hear your whole story. We won't go mm-hmm. into all that right now because I don't want to take up the episode with that. Um, but... You know, and that's that's the part that uh, really, I, when I think when I, when I talk about these things on the podcast, I try to rem- remember what I was like before this past year. Hmm. And if I was hearing this, would I be rolling my eyes? Right. Because that's I probably would have been at some point. Like, oh, geez, here we go. And now that I'm a year in, and I see the changes that have happened in my life, the people that I've met, the opportunities that have come about in my life, just the blessings that have happened, and that there's no other way to describe them. Like things come in. Just today, I had a, a message on LinkedIn from a lady who wants to uh, work with me, and there's these are just things that I don't think would have. I mean, maybe they would have come along without all of this uh, change in my life, uh, but I, I don't think that they would have been as abundant, and I don't think that. They would have been as positive. Like I'm, I, I'm consciously putting out more positivity, so that I, you know, and then you get more back the more you put out. It's like the, the yeah, reciprocating a, effect I, of that. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's the reaping and sowing principle that Jesus says we're not no longer under the cursing and blessing. We're under reaping and sowing with the new covenant under Christ. Oh, okay. um, after the the Old Testament and the New Testament was birthed through Jesus, and the new covenant was birthed, Jesus says you are no longer under the curse. Or, or cursing or blessing. Now it's under reaping and sowing. So what you just said, what you put out, you get back. And that's across the board. That's just a principle of of life of God in general. Yeah. And so, yeah, man, I you know God opens these doors for us um, through just His abundant grace and, and blessing that He wants to bless. I tell people all the time, I mean, God wants to bless you. I mean, He really wants to. He desires to. Yeah, let Him do it. Let Him do it. <laughs> like let Him bless you. Just you know so. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's cool, man. Back off and give up a little bit, right? Just kind of just let go. Let him do it. And, it's, it's, and it'll be a lot better. It's a shame it's that hard to do. It's a shame that it's so it's so hard to do because once you do it, and I'm not saying I do it 100% of the time, but the small percentage that I do do it, I see the benefit of it. You know, Absolutely. So the more you get a, the more you get into that, which I'm sure you're you're along the path much further than I am. You see it every day, you know, and and your interactions and your well, I tell you, I'm like you though, nowhere near perfect at it. But <laughs> but I I have been able to see God just just do miraculous things in, in my life and my wife's life and and my kids. It's just been amazing. I mean, I've seen the Lord do, I mean, crazy miracles in our lives. I mean, healings and it's just it's unbelievable. Blessings on our finances and things that we've just couldn't think would be possible mm-hmm. in our lives have been. God has superseded it by a hundredfold and it's been wild and sometime i'll share we'll have to share that sometime too but absolutely yeah those stories i would love to it's amazing so a couple of weeks ago when i was sitting uh, at the cwc and you were you were doing your thing you had this message called take time and take time hit me for there was a couple of different things that you talked about in there uh one of them was the story and i wanted you to share this story because you were at um 
what is it, a pastor gathering? What do you call these things? The gathering. The gathering. <laughs> the gathering the of the juggalos. of the minds. <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh, my gosh. So yeah. they had you come in to talk because you were one of the newbies, right? You, right. You were a noob in there, and there were a bunch of old school guys who had been yeah. around for a while. Yeah, and they've been around in the area for a long time. And this was locally, like in central Pennsylvania? Yes. Okay. And so and it was a decent pastor's breakfast is what it was. And, and I was the, the speaker at this breakfast, and they asked me to, to share my, my testimony, where God's brought me from. And, uh, you know, like Rob said, we, we did a, a podcast on that a while back, so I, I won't get bogged down in details but god brought me from heroin addiction and into uh, a pastor you know brought me into go to bible college and all this stuff to, to get to to uh, be on a pastor and so anyway i was sharing that uh with this guy and it was rather quickly how quick god did all of this um it was a few years man from the moment when he delivered me from heroin and i got through the bible college stuff and and, and all of that in the classes and um, until I became a full-time senior pastor. It was just a few years, like three years or something like that. That's and, so wild. Oh, it was wild, dude. It happened <laughs> like boom, boom, boom. I mean, I went breezed through the, the, the schooling and all the training, and um, it was rather quick. And so we were at this, it was right around three years, four, something like that, and we were sitting at this pastor's breakfast, and I was telling the story about what God had done. And uh, at the very end of it, uh, I had one of the pastors, he, he comes up to me and, and we're having a conversation at the side. He like pulls me to the side of, of everyone. Because your story is, I imagine to these other pastors, they, most of them don't have a story like this. So they're like, no. really? Who is this guy and what what is he doing here? Yeah, it, that's exactly what it was like because th- these are all, most of them there were second, third generational pastors. Okay. So their dads, dads, dads were all pastors. You know yeah. what I mean? Which is awesome. Praise God. Um we've just all not had that, you know, opportunity per se or, or whatever, you know, so God, you know, brings us from wherever we are if we seek him. And so anyway, yeah. And so we, yeah, so we, we get done. He pulls me to the side and he, and he, and he says to me, um, who, who do you think you are? And, and I was like, excuse me. I didn't know how to even answer that question. And I was just kind of smiling, probably really awkwardly. <laughs> how do you answer that question? <laughs> like, like I was super awkward. I guarantee it. Cause I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm, no, I'm nobody. I, you know what I mean? Like yeah. just a guy. And, yeah. and so I didn't really, I just kind of, and then he, he followed that up with a, a, a quick question right after he said, um, what makes you think you can, you can be a pastor with the past like you have. And, um, you know, w- when he said that that to me, um, I I had a choice to make in the moment, and it was really fast. It was okay. I can get super defensive at this guy um, coming up and attacking me because that's what he was doing. He was attacking me, and he even had his defenses up. He had his, you know, he had a he had the face on. He was of, holding a cross in front of you. Basically, yeah. Like, like he was making <laughs> one of his fingers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, was, he even had some garlic, I think, that he's right. But he, um, yeah, so he had this face, man, and this 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 posture of of wanting to engage in a in a in a in a heated conversation. Yeah, he was ready for it. You could tell, and and I and I had a really quick decision to make. I was like, okay, how do I handle this? And and to be honest, I was pretty young in my faith too. Um, at the time, I how really old were was. you as a like a person at the time? I was twenty, 
28. Okay. 28 years so old. So almost so an 10 adult. 10 years ago. You're like, <laughs> yeah, I was an adult, but I was young in my faith in the sense of, okay, because, man, back in the day, you attack me, I I was right back at you. So yeah. that was just my normal person, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to defend myself. And, and, and so it was funny because I remember in the moment when it happened, I said, I said, Jesus, help me. <laughs> like literally I was like Jesus help me with this I don't know what to do because like your old mechanisms are to like go off yeah so your flesh kicks right in yeah. automatically and so I was like Jesus help me you know to respond in, in the right way and and literally as soon as I said that to the Lord in my mind I, I, I just looked at this guy and I said isn't Jesus crazy <laughs> like that <laughs> and it was really funny with a smile on your face i did like with a it. big smile like because i mean it, you know how i am yeah. you know so i'm like right i'm like isn't jesus crazy and i shoot <laughs> smile on my face and, and he and he had this puzzling look on his face like yeah like this light bulb just goes off and, and and i start to explain who jesus was to this guy who's been a pastor for probably 30 years i would venture to guess he was an older gentleman and um i start just explaining i was like isn't it crazy how jesus literally takes people who are lost and he makes them found mm -hmm. he, he takes those that are blind and he makes them see who he is and and he, and he can take a drug addict and make him a pastor in whatever time amount of frame he wants to do it he can do it because all things are possible through god and and uh man and it was funny because Right after I said those things, he was like, you're right. And he just smiles at me. And like he's like, this guy's, he probably thought I was a little crazy myself. But, you know, because I was all pumped up. I was yeah. like, yeah, man, it's Jesus crazy. Because <laughs> I mean, what he's done in my life is insane. Well, that's it's awesome, really too, because you, you transferred, well, you could say, I guess, Jesus transferred. But you transferred negative energy, which you were about ready to throw at this guy, flipped it into positive energy. So the energy came out the same, right? The same amount of energy came out, but it was really happy, exuberant energy instead of like, do you know who I am or who do you think you are? Or whatever you yeah. might have come at him with. Yeah, old fella. Like that. Yeah, yeah. So like you, you flipped it and and then you guys became friends, We became friends, good right? friends after. Yeah. Like How crazy we were, is that, It was so funny. You and I was talking previously here is what was crazy just like last year. So we've experienced some major growth at the churches, as you well know. I mean, you know, we've we've went from, you know, when I started 20 people, 420 this past week, you know, so How like, crazy is that, man? it's wild, man. So, so like in the last year, we've experienced 200 people growth. In, well, it's the podcast, less than a year. obviously. It is definitely, it's Rob Z, dude. Like, <laughs> I just say you're coming, and you're like a celebrity, so they come, man. And uh, no, it's good. And so, yeah, man, they... Anyway, so we've experienced quite this growth, and, and I was sitting in this this thing, and he was there, and they were asking him about church growth, and and he said, if you want to talk to somebody about church growth, you need to talk to that young man right there. He said, because in just a few years, he's at way over 200 people, and it took me 20 years, and I'm not even at 200 people. And and, and not that the numbers mattered. It yeah. was just the way that he— he was able to to honor me when just rewind four years ago, if I would have flipped that thing, like you said, into negative energy, which I really wanted to do, to be honest with you, <laughs> like, who do you think you are questioning me? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I would have done that, then I would have never got to experience that later. Like, I wouldn't experience that just a few months ago with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and him and I have had a great relationship from there too, all, all of these years um, since that one encounter. So, so man, we, we never know 
how our, our reaction to someone will impact a future relationship. We've got no idea. And so, yeah, I always want to encourage people to, to be to be kind as often as you can. Yeah. <laughs> as often as, as difficult as it can be. Sometimes it's not it's not feasible, but <laughs> Right. And it's nice whenever you finally you always just feel better. Whenever you're mean to somebody, even if in the moment it's like, "Oh yeah, I'm vindictive. I got them." Got them. You don't you, you it hurts. It, like inside, like you know later on, it's you're going to be like, ah, "Maybe not. Maybe this is just me." Some people might be really happy about it. But I mean, for me personally, it's like, "Ah, oh, man, I regret doing that." Even though in the oh. moment I was like, "It's exactly what I want to do." It's kind of like yelling at your kids, right? Like they really frustrate you. Max is three and a half. Like he'll really get on my nerves. And if I yell, in the moment, I'm like, oh, I got him. And then two minutes later, I'm like, oh, he's three and I'm yeah. 34 years old. <laughs> like, I'm like, a bro, terrible you human being. <laughs> you didn't get him. You just got, you got, got. Like, yeah. I did it to myself. That's funny. Because that hurts. Yeah. And, and and then if you are if you flip it and you show kindness, you're always going to feel better later. You're never going to regret being a good person. You're not. And you're absolutely right. No, that's 100% true. I mean, yeah, if, if you're happy about being mean. I mean, that's a whole other conversation we need to have on a separate, <laughs> on a separate pr- uh, private counseling session. But. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like you said uh, in that message for take time. So I guess what is the message of take time? If you had to like put it into a couple of sentences, because I think it's a, it's a powerful one. That guy took the time to understand where you were coming from in that moment. I guess when you said, "Isn't Jesus crazy?" Right? He took the time to be like, "Oh," and then over what four years before he gave you a shout out in front of everybody like that like you know yeah. got to know you so what does take time mean to you yeah so so in that message um jesus right so so we have this the, the story of of zacchaeus uh which is a tax collector in, in in the time back in the roman times when jesus uh was was walking the earth um very hated very hated man because he was a tax collector so he was a jewish man and this is what he did he collected tax for the roman impress um oppression right so so here here the roman government had come in seized control over jerusalem and, Mm -hmm. and all and all the jewish people and and he and they would hire jewish people to collect money from to try to cut down on the resistance from the jewish people paying taxes so they thought we'll hire our own people their own people wow. to get money from like it's it's a it's a dirty trick yeah well these these jewish people would would take the job and then not only would they collect the tax that the romans were wanting but they would also collect they would put an extra tax on there for their own profit yeah. and they had to pay it so 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 he was he robbed his own people is what what he did, um, Zacchaeus did. And he was a chief tax collector, which means he had multiple uh, people underneath of him, and they would have to pay him tribute as well. So, like, this He's dude— loaded. Oh, man, he was loaded. He was—I mean, if you, if you read the historical content on him, he was a very, very, very wealthy man. And so— <clears throat> But miserable because he was hated. Oh, right? he's Nobody miserable. He's lonely. Nobody, nobody liked him. Well, he hears the stories about Jesus— all right. And so he hears that Jesus is passing by and he hears about this man. He's doing all these great things um, all across the country, healing people, um, touching people, all this stuff. And he decides, man, I want to I want to see what he's all about. You know, I mean, he sounds amazing. Let's let's just see. I, I don't know. I'm not sure if anything's going to happen from this. I don't know if anything's going to come from it. But, hey, I'm, I, I don't like being where I am. I don't like this feeling I'm having right now. I don't like my relationships I'm having, you know. So why not? Let's just see. And so he gets up from the spot where he was, runs out to 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 see Jesus. 
He can't see Jesus because of all the crowd. And that doesn't stop him, though. It would have been real easy for Zacchaeus to say, well, I tried. Didn't happen. And just return back to his own misery, and his own, which a lot of us do. Yeah. We think, oh, well, the first time it didn't work, so uh, I'm just going back to the, to, to the way things were. Yeah. I don't know how many times I've, I've been guilty of that multiple times. Oh, yeah. And, and many so, different parts of life. Yeah. Oh, many facets of life. And, and so, but he doesn't do that. He says, man, I'm going to go after. I'm going to go after Jesus. So he runs ahead, climbs a tree. And then when Jesus gets to him, Jesus actually sees him, right? He looks up and sees Zacchaeus in the tree, and which I which I said in the in the message, you know, because I thought this was really good that God gave me that that whenever we go looking for Jesus, we'll always find that He's always been looking for us, which is amazing because, man, the the Creator of all things is is looking for you and I to have a personal relationship with us, to commune with us, to talk with us, to hang out with us, and just to simply love on us and to be with us wherever we go. And so, as soon as as Jesus gets to Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus sees him and he sees that Jesus is looking at him, calls him down, says, get out of the tree. I want to go to your house and, and uh, stay with you tonight. And and the thing was, is what you've got to understand, the context of this whole message is Jesus is on his way to his triumphal entry. Like he has this this big gig to get to, right? He's got this massive crusade to go be a part of. Like yeah. it's a red carpet event. You know what I mean? He's showing up. Thousands of people are waiting his arrival in yeah. Jerusalem. He's on his way in to be declared king, right? That's, I mean, literally that's what they were doing. They were declaring him king. And he decides to to take time for Zacchaeus. He says, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put all that on hold for this this one man Mm -hmm. and and you know his people around him would have been telling him you know hey we got to go we got to go we got to get to this this event and he's like no we're we're gonna they can wait and so he goes to the house and when he gets to Zacchaeus's house they they you have this picture going on they're they're sitting down and they're eating lunch or, or dinner and um the Pharisees there, which were the religious people of the time, would actually be church people, which is sad to say, uh, because we see this in churches now. They were saying to Jesus, how dare you sit with this man and, and eat at his table, at this sinner's table? I mean, how dare you be um, in relationship with him? Mm-hmm. And Jesus simply looks at him and says, hey, look, I, I didn't come uh, for the for the healthy, but I came for the sick. I came to seek and to save that which is lost. And um of course, the Pharisees, they, they didn't like that answer at all. But um, but that that's who Jesus is. And, and he took the time. And because he took the time. And what's wild. So because Jesus took time for Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus gives his life to Jesus. And it's not just a, a concept to him. Like it's not just this nice idea of, oh, well, yeah, it sounds fun. You know, Jesus, he's doing all this nice stuff. And right. I'll just say I follow him. Like it's not a concept. It's a way of life. In the moment that he gives his life to Jesus, he stands up because the Pharisees are riding Jesus. And he they're says, like in his house. They're the in Pharisees his come in the house. They just come right up in there and barge in because they're the religious leaders. They can do they whatever can do, they want. Yeah, yeah. And so they just walk up in his crib and start slamming the man in his own house, slamming Jesus in the house. And, and then Zacchaeus says, okay, I'll tell you what. I'll show you how I'm changed. And he gets up and he gives half of his belongings to the poor. And then he pays back four times the amount of any money that he'd ever stolen above the tax. Four times to each person. Which, what that's saying is, is this, is that the moment that you have an encounter with Jesus, the Savior of the world, something transforms in you. 
something's different. You, you can't go back to living the way you did. Now, I'm not saying everything is perfect. I'm not saying you'll do everything perfect. I'm not saying you'll look just like Jesus because mm-hmm. there's only one perfect one, and that was him. That's why he was the son of God, fully God and fully man. And we're fully man. So, And we have the spirit of Christ living in us, so it empowers us to live not like certain people do or anything like that, but to yeah. live differently. And, you know, but we're striving to be like him. And But something's different. You you never go back to, to that way again. And and uh, that's what Zacchaeus puts on, on display in front of everyone. Like, hey, I've been transformed by the blood of the lamb. And here's the word of my testimony. I'm, I'm willing to put this thing to action. And it was all because Jesus took time. And, and, and the message was this, that take time for people. You know, just take time. I mean, if you think that you got a busy schedule, then think about Jesus' schedule. I mean, for th- I mean, he had three years to save the entire world. I mean, think about that. Right. You know what I mean? Like to touch all these lost people in three years. And here, you know, we, we, we always have really busy schedules. And I'm not saying we don't. But I think we can give up a few minutes for a person to take time for them, to share with them love and hope. And I'm not talking about preaching to people. I, I tell Christians all the time, don't be weird. <laughs> be normal. Right. Just be a normal human being. Just be normal. And love yeah. on people. Yeah. Hey, can I help you with your groceries? Hey, and if you get an opportunity to say, hey, man, you know, uh, God bless you today. You know, I hope that the Lord. And even if you even if you, you want to pray for them, you can do that in a non-weird way. Don't be creepy about it. Don't be creepy. Hey, man, do you mind if I pray for you real quick? You know, no problem. Yeah, sure. Most people yeah. are like, yeah, no problem. I do it all the time. Well, there's a great, great quote that I love that is, uh, um, how does it? Oh, how does it go? Uh, darn it! Why can't I think of it? It's, it's about just being normal. It's like there is no secret. Just be normal. And this is not relating to Jesus. It's just relating to life in general. It's like there is no secret to life. Just be normal. Just be normal. Like don't be weird. Don't and, be weird. and I know it could, that's difficult. It's hard. I'm weird. We're all weird. weird in our certain ways. But what it means, at least what I take it to mean, is when you come, when it comes to relationships. When it comes to, um, you know, just dealing with with people and dealing with situations, because all your problems in life are going to come from people, whatever the problem is, there's a person involved in that issue, Mm -hmm. you know, even if it's like financial, well, there's a reason why the financial issue is bad. And it's usually related to either you as the person or somebody. So if you can find some normalcy in yourself and your life uh, and just like in that, like be normal to people and give them that message even if you're not saying the words, if you're not saying Jesus or God or praying or blessing, be Jesus. just be nice to them. Just be Jesus. Yeah, or take time to listen or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Take some time for them, and you never know what will stem from that. Allow God to work, but first got to be kind and take time before you even can allow, allow the Lord to work in the situation. And so, yeah, man, I, I just tell people, man, you know, because I've done, you know, classes on— evangelism you know because we used to do a lot of street evangelism um and and i would tell people but don't be weird like just be cool like walk up hey how are you today can i help you with whatever or just simply man i hope you have a, a blessed day today and you know if you get the opportunity to pray for them or to share hey man listen you know i don't know if you you know jesus but you can be normal and share that message mm-hmm. you don't have to be all like i don't know I just see sometimes I, I witness Christian. I'm like, stop. I'm a Christian and you're weirding me out. Like, 
stop it. Just be a normal human being that loves Jesus and people. And, and you know what I mean? So and I'm not trying to, to get bogged down. No, on that. I get, I know but exactly what you're saying. I'm just like, man, cause you're going to deter them instead oh, of bring I've them in. It, I've right? seen it happen so often. Like, and your intentions are probably good. They're probably right? good. The, the intentions are right. It's just, you're doing it in a creepy way. Yeah. Stop it. Just be normal. Say hello. It's nice to see you today. Like, I hope you have a great day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, and if something stems from that, awesome. And you get an opportunity to share the gospel. But make sure that you, you take time for people. Because if you don't take time, you'll never have the opportunity to share Jesus. Just ain't going to happen. So, you know, that, that was the message behind it. You know, we, I understand life is full. But, you know, the souls of men and women are, are more important than a full schedule. You know, and so and that's what this thing is, man. I mean, it's that's it's, what you come in here to talk to me is all about, right? Yeah, you got a full schedule going on. You take the we, time to come in here and well, you take chop the time to let me have it with you. Too, I'm just so. sitting here, not really doing anything. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I I love these meetings, man. I mean, you get to hang out and just chill. It's we have fun. a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I thoroughly enjoy it, and uh, I appreciate you coming in once again. So uh, that was just a small little snippet of what you do. So if you're in if you're in the Blair County, Central Pennsylvania area, CWC's in Tyrone. I highly suggest going there. Just give it a shot. I mean, if you already go to church, then you you know you're already in. So yeah. go in and and check out a different a different church. And if you haven't gone to church in a long time, uh, I, like I hadn't gone in a long time, I went in there and you know immediately felt welcomed. It's a, it's intimidating, right? I think any church is intimidating because you're not you don't know anybody, yeah. and it can be a little bit uncomfortable. It can. Um, but I, once you, the songs number one, the band is great. I love the energy and the passion they put into the music because it's not just um, hymns. Like we're singing Elevation songs. What, what Elevation Hill song. Yeah, There's a bunch of different t- uh, you know, music that we sing, but our team does a great job. And yeah. they're, they're powerful. And once you get on stage, I'll tell you what, I, I don't know who would not be, uh, even if they don't fully connect with the message, they're definitely engaged in it. Because it might take a while to be connected to the message, right? Like it, yeah, immediately it, it might not hit you. But I think the way that you present it, because you can tell when you get on stage that you're in it, and this is something you've taken a lot of time to prepare for, yeah. And that you've well, I have a passion for it, you, yes. you know, because because of what God has done in my life. I mean, it's literally amazing um, what He's done, and so if I can't, I I can't help but to share His word with passion. And I think, like you said, wh- whether you connect the message or or, or whatever we want to say, um, you can appreciate authenticity and passion i can appreciate that whether or not i'm passionate about what you're passionate about doesn't matter i can Mm -hmm. still appreciate your passion for what you've got because i appreciate that that you love something like that and you know and so you know um yeah i I tell you if if yeah if you don't have a church we really encourage you come out Uh, i guarantee it um you enjoy um you you enjoy your time there I, i know this the presence of god shows up there um, you know, and if, if, if you're just not sure, come in and just see, and I, I, I will, you'll enjoy yourself. And it's uh nine 30 and eleven fifteen on Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, we have two connection times and, uh, yeah, we'd love to, to love to have you. And our children's program is amazing. Yeah. It Adventure is. kids. It's so cool. It's terrific. I mean, they do a great job. They have their own worship down there, their own, uh, you know, they and, do all kinds of different things. And there's so many kids down there too. It's, it's, Bunch it's of kids. not, we'll see every week Max doesn't want to go. He's like, oh, I don't want to go. Don't make me go to church. Can I be upstairs with you, dad? I want to be upstairs with you. <laughs> and it's always like this thing until we, I take him downstairs, let him go. I go upstairs, come back down after we're done. And he's always super happy. And he's like, I had so much fun. I was dancing. I was singing. 
you know, he's yeah. just, and he always like, he wants to be Hulk, the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> I love time. it. So he's always like doing his Hulk thing and kids <laughs> are laughing at him. And, and I was just, it's, it's, it's wonderful to take a, a kid there because I, I, not that I've been to a ton of churches, but other ones, your kid had to sit with you usually, you yeah. know, other churches that I've mm-hmm. been to. And that takes away the experience for me, number one, because you have to worry about what your kid is doing the whole time. You sure. got to keep them quiet, keep them under control. They're not paying attention. They have no interest in this. It, it's very boring to them. Yeah. I remember being a kid going to church, just being bored stiff. Then I went to Bible or I went to uh, the Sunday school mm-hmm. while the church was going on and I had so much more fun. Uh, so that that's a super important part of it, I think. And um, yeah, I, I I would encourage anybody to check it out. And if you're not in the central Pennsylvania area, Community Worship Center dot. It's it's actually so right now it's CWC Tyrone. Oh, sorry. Okay. Dot org. Um, we're actually trying to 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 get our domain. We we've anyway. CWCTyrone.org or our Facebook. It's it's um, you can find live stream. You know, just hit the link. It'll send you to our live stream or our CWC app. You can go right on your app store and Community Worship Center in the app store. Find it, download our app, and and you can watch online right there. Yeah, live uh, while you're doing it, which is very cool. Yeah, we live stream both services. Um, yeah, it's great. And, and the thing I think about the kids program that's so great is it's it's geared towards each individual age so they're all split up to where the kid can learn and and be and have fun because mm-hmm. one of my my goals and my vision for the church was to make it not like school i don't want it to be called sunday school i want it to be called sunday fun like you know what i mean like i want it to be fun sunday yeah, fun day like the weekends go, for not school that's right, right. For school it's not for school yeah. you know what i mean and so like you know, and we've done a ton of remodel. We're getting ready to remodel that whole space downstairs. We're in the process of it now. It's turning out great where there won't even be any tables and chairs down there, period. So it'll all just be an open learning type uh, learning centers oh, cool. and different interactive uh, um, centers. And that way the kids, man, serving Jesus should be fun. That's why church, we have fun in church because it should be fun. I mean, it is. Anywhere you make else, it fun. It is. It should it's a be good fun. Time. And so, because Jesus is fun. So, yeah, you don't want to anyway. be boring. You want to no. be entertained and you want to have a good time. And it's contagious. That's what, what you do is contagious and it just kind of rubs off on the people in the crowd, I think. You leave there always feeling good. It's a, it's a good feeling when you leave CWC. And plus, you walk out and talk to everybody in the in the commons area or whatever you yeah. call the foyer and it's it, the cafe. And uh, yeah, I've met so many cool people and just whenever you leave certain places, you have a f- good feeling. Yeah. Like when you leave a friend's house and you had a good time, yeah. you're, you're kind of buzzing, right? Mm-hmm. And whenever I leave there on Sundays, I'm buzzing and it kind of I like that. jump starts the week. I right? like that. Gives you a little kickstart. Yeah, get a little buzz on Jesus. I'm good with it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> good well, stuff. Keith, thanks so much once again, man. Absolutely. And, you know, I mentioned The Art of War during this discussion. If you've ever read the book, The Art of War, it's an it's an incredible book because it applies so much to business and to life today in 2018 uh, just as much as it did back in 500 B.C. whenever this this Chinese military strategist wrote it. It's an, it's an incredible read. Uh, and, and when you're talking about war, sometimes war can be a good thing, especially when you're learning to train your body uh, to deal with stressful situations. Uh, these days, I don't really deal with war. Not many of us do. Uh, well, I shouldn't say not many of us, but 
uh, a lot of us uh, in the United States of America have not had to deal with the difficulties of war. We're, we're fairly safe here. But that doesn't mean that you can't put yourself through stressful situations and get a lot out of it. That's what I do at Sports Evolution. So 2900 Plank Road in Altoona, Pennsylvania, Alan Coble teaches, runs, owns, created Sports Evolution. He's a purple belt in jiu-jitsu. I take Gracie Brazilian jiu-jitsu from Allen at Sports Evolution. Uh, also, my son and I go there for youth martial arts, which is awesome. I get to work with my son and teach him, along with Allen, uh, the art of jiu-jitsu. He's CrossFit certified level one and two, an NSCA certified strength and conditioning specialist and personal trainer. If you're looking to get in shape, if you're looking to, you know, if it's jiu-jitsu, if it's CrossFit, if it's strength training, if it's, uh, you know, uh, personal development, Alan's the guy to go to. I'm just going to leave it at that. Sports Evolution. I go there so I can say firsthand he is awesome at what he does. SportsEvolution.net. Facebook and Instagram. At Leading Athletes. Shout out to the Comics Vault at 1130 12th Avenue in Altoona. So the Comics Vault is all about comic books, obviously. Coming up on May 5th, it's free comic book day. So if you love comic books like I do, I'm taking my son to meet Spider-Man and to get some new comics. You can be there. You can find us there at the Comics Vault. 12th Avenue in Altoona, the Comics Vault Altoona on Facebook and on Instagram, and Harlequin Pepper Yoga. I love yoga. I need it in my life. We all need it in our lives, and that's what Aaron offers. Facebook and Instagram, and also on the App Store and Google Play. Harlequin Pepper Yoga, 320 Allegheny Street in Hollidaysburg, a vinyasa style of yoga rooted in science that focuses on functional movement and anatomical alignment. She also offers children's yoga, which is awesome. I should take my son to that as well. I think we would get a lot of benefits out of that. It's amazing how flexible kids are, and it's amazing how unflexible 34-year-old men are. I know from experience because I am one. Thank you to the sponsors, and thank you to Pastor Keith Deal. I love that human. I'm glad to have him in my life, and you as well. See ya. That's brutal.